This is Retire at Peace with Gerald G. Ginwright from Mainstream Financial Group. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Gerald provides his clients and prospects the information they need regarding Social Security, retirement income planning, wealth management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here is Retire at Peace with Gerald G. Ginwright. Hello and welcome back to Retire at Peace. This is Gerald G. Ginwright with Mainstream Financial Group. If you would like more information about what you hear on today's show, give us a call at 888-324-0589 or visit us online at retireatpeacepodcast.com. And while at my website, click on the radio page and check out our past shows and subscribe on Apple Podcast or Spotify. Though many financial experts had long been expecting it, When the news broke on May 4th that the Fed was raising the interest rate by a half point, it still felt like a clap of thunder. News networks and websites spent much of the rest of the day breathlessly debating what the Fed's decision would mean for the economy. Of course, many of those stories, while informative and important, didn't always spend a lot of time discussing what the rate hike means for average Americans who have money in the market or who may be very close to retirement, a time when economic anxiety often spikes. On our episode today, we're going to do our best to break down the Fed's decision and examine what it means for not only the economy, but for people like you and me. A CNBC article Here's what the Fed's half-point rate hike means for your money that came out just hours after news about the rate hike broke. First, the article notes that the Fed's half-point increase is the largest bump in more than two decades. So, you're probably asking yourself, why now? Well, at the root, the increase is the response to our current and much publicized bout with significant inflation. As CNBC explains, the Fed is trying to walk a very fine line of tapping down inflation without damaging the economy. The rate hike could help the skyrocketing prices you're paying at the pump, the grocery store, and the lumber yard. But as with any other piece of our financial lives, there could be a downside. Let's take a quick 40,000 foot view of the role interest rates serve in our economy. The federal rate, which the central bank sets, is the interest rate banks use to borrow and lend money to each other. Though that's not necessarily the rate the average person pays, our interest rate hike typically impacts the borrowing and saving rates you and I will see day to day. To put it more simply, higher interest rates means borrowing costs more and that savings account rates may go up. In the current climate, it may be smart to pay down debt, especially credit card debt and other variable rate debts, 
and dedicate more money to traditional savings. For many, the first question after the news of the rate hike broke was, how is this going to hit borrowers? The quick answer is that both credit card borrowers and home buyers could soon see increases. In fact, CNBC is pretty straightforward in its prediction that short-term borrowing rates, especially for credit cards, are almost certainly going to surge. Generally, credit cards come with variable rates, and that means those rates are directly tied to the Fed's rate. That means you may want to be prepared for a percentage rate jump within, say, the next couple of cycles or so. As the article highlights, credit card rates are currently sitting at a whisper over 16%, which is certainly a lot higher than just about any other consumer loan that's out there. But after the Fed's decision, it's possible that credit card rates could nudge up to about 18.5% by the end of 2022. And while a 2.5% jump may not sound like a lot, once you start paying the bill each month, you're going to notice it. In addition to working with a financial services professional, you can call your credit card company directly to try to negotiate a lower rate. If that doesn't work, you may also want to consider consolidating high interest rate debt and finding a way to pay it off. An interest-free balance transfer credit card may also be a solution in this scenario. Let's next look at what the rate hike may mean for homeowners. You know, because many long-term mortgage rates are fixed, many homeowners won't be affected by the rate hike. However, the story is different for those looking to buy a home. Shortly after the Fed's news, the average interest rate on a 30-year jumped to 5.5%, the highest since 2009. And according to CNBC, some experts think a rate of around 6% by the end of the year is possible. I know many of you out there are possibly considering purchasing a new vehicle or wondering what the rate hike may mean for auto loans. The article explains that although auto loans are fixed, payments are ballooning because vehicle prices have gone up which means that if a new car is part of your plan in the coming months, you're going to shell out a little more. Like auto loans, federal student loan rates are also fixed. So the bulk of borrowers won't be immediately affected. But while some private loans do have fixed rates, some others have variable rates that are linked to LIBOR, prime and T-bills. And that means that as the Fed's rate goes up, some borrowers will likely have to pay more in interest, though just how much will vary according to the benchmark. Now, let's consider what the rate hike may mean for savers. As the article explains, while the Fed doesn't directly influence deposit rates, they do typically correlate to changes in the target federal funds rate. Accordingly, the savings account rate at some large banks has been consistently 
at an extremely low average of 0.06%. Because deposit account rates are still largely controlled by brick and mortar banks, they've been very slow to tick up. And CNBC expects that to continue for some time. One important note here, thanks mainly to how much they save on overhead expenses, the savings rate from online banks is currently about 0.5%. Tickets of deposit rates are currently north of 1%, which is even better than the high-yielding savings accounts. And if you're saying right now, isn't inflation just taking a big bite out of savings? You're absolutely right. The inflation rate is higher than all of the savings rates we just discussed. And that means the money that you have in savings is slowly losing its purchasing power. And while on one hand that is dispiriting news, on the other hand, the savings vehicles you choose to utilize can make a difference. The article recommends ensuring the cash you have saved is getting a better yield because of the current period of rising rates. A Forbes article, What Happens When the Fed Raises Interest Rates, provides some really useful insight into what the rate hike may mean for stocks. As the article makes plain, high market interest rates have the potential to negatively affect the stock market. When the Fed increases the rate, borrowing often becomes more expensive and that means the cost of doing business is costlier for the public and private companies alike. Accordingly, as time goes on, the supply of money in circulation contracts, which generally lowers inflation while also cooling off the economy as a whole. If the expense of borrowing money raises too high, the opportunity to increase investment in capital goods may become much more difficult for some companies. For some public companies, a combination of higher cost and reduced business could lead to less revenue and a stunted growth rate. And all of that could ultimately lead to reduced stock value. Forbes notes that the psychological impact of the rate increase may be the biggest domino to fall after the Fed's decision. After a rate increase, it's not uncommon for some traders to hastily sell off stocks and transition to a more defensive strategy. The problem is, some of them do so before it can be determined what will happen after the increase has had time to work its way through the entire economy. A lot of information to take in today. Plan well and retire at peace. If you've enjoyed today's show, visit us at retireatpeacepodcast.com and click on my radio page. Also, be sure to subscribe on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. And finally, if you want more information about what we discussed today, give us a call at 888-324-0589. Thanks for listening. And until next week, this is Gerald G. Chinroy. Thank you for listening to Retire at Peace. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound retirement plan. For more information, please contact Gerald G. Ginwright at Mainstream Financial Group. Call 205-324-0589 or visit him online at retireatpeacepodcast.com. 
Gerald Ginwright and Mainstream Financial Group are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. All matters discussed on the show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation.